I'm Ellen Renault and you're listening to Radio at Ball with Andreas Jones. Welcome to Radio at Ball. Give us a shake. We're in LA, tempting Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions. I am your host, Andras Jones, and for seven, count them, seven musical divinations, we've been sitting here in the studio with Carolyn Kane. Hello. So, it's been pretty fun. It's been wonderful. Your friends are very cool, very smart, very smart people. Talking about some stuff that I I was hip to and some stuff that I was totally learning while they were talking. So thank you for inviting such great people. Thank you for inviting me. And now it's time for you, Carolyn Kane, to face the mirror of your own muse as the answer to your own question. Now we're going to reveal the question you wrote down. You gave it to us, gave it to me at the beginning of the show. I have not seen it yet. We know what the answer to that question is going to be. What is the answer to that question going to be? The last song. You know what it is? What is love? What is love? What is love is going to be the answer. So the answer is a question. The answer is a question. And it's a question mark in the title. And now we're going to see what the question is. Maybe the question is an answer. Let's see. How do I know when I'm drawn to something that it is in my best interest to pursue it? Once again, how do I know when I'm drawn to something that it is in my best interest to pursue it? And the answer, what is love? Ominous and hollow 
became a river 
And that was What is Love? From Carolyn Kane, the answer to her question, how do I know when I'm drawn to something that it is in my best interest to pursue it? Now, um, you want to tell us a little bit about the background of that song? I don't know. Well, do you want to tell us a little bit about the background of the question? Well... Is there a particular thing that you want to pursue that you don't know if it's good for you? No. I I, I think it happens every day, all of the time. It can be something very, very small, like, should I do this song two whole steps higher and half as fast? It can be, should I be working on my children's book? Or should I go for a hike? Or should I move? Or... What what am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do. All the time I'm very confused. Mm-hmm. And some inclinations seem clearly useful and helpful, and other ones are very confusing. And maybe there's, there's a constant kind of uh, evolution of our relationship to our own intuition, our, our own inclinations. And... I think it's almost impossible not to have at least some self-destructive inclination. You know, if you if you live in capitalism, if you live in now, and where are those inclinations coming from? And what? how do I know what, if they're totally coming from me or if they're coming from those secret voices in the back of my head that whose influence I don't want? So... Well, now, and you say this is a new song. Yeah. Pretty new. How, how new? Very new. Like this week? Pretty much. Pretty close. Okay. And can you be, I know sometimes when you're, when a song is new, sometimes its inspiration seems very fresh. Like I wrote this about this thing. And sometimes it still seems pretty opaque because you just sort of write it and you don't know what it means yet. It sounds like that might be more the case with this one. Yeah. It really reminded me of something for like an Ennio Morricone, like a, like music from a, a spaghetti western. I feel like there were parts of it that I could totally hear. In, I don't even know which one. I I got some record of Ennio Morricone's spaghetti western music, and I feel that like there's a track on it where this feels very similar. Um, it awesome. also reminds me of uh, of. Are you familiar with early Fleetwood Mac before? Stevie Nicks and Christine McVie when it was Peter Green. I know the album Future Games. Yeah, so be right uh, before that, they had a okay. record called Then Play On, and there's a song con- called Oh Well. It's a, people oh, yeah. know that song, really Oh Well, very song. well. Yeah, yeah. But in the middle of it, it has this, in the on the record version, it has this big symphonic, like, five-minute piece that this also kind of huh. reminded me of. Cool. Might be worth checking out. Um, Definitely will. And I didn't get a chance to say it in the last reading, but that last song, the whiskey, good and bad, I kept thinking the good, the bad, and the whiskey, and how (laughs) that would be a great, I feel like... Podcast title for a film study? Oh, no, actually, that'd be great. That would be great. A drinking, yeah, a drinking podcast. I I was thinking, I, I, I have this whole theory that the film. I actually I mentioned Tom Cruise. I'm a, a Tom Cruise apologist. I think he's a, he's a great American <laughs> actor, but I do feel like his film Cocktail ruined. Like there, have ne- it's the it, there's been no 
great movies about bartenders, and I feel like bartending is a as as interesting a job as any. I, it's a, a job I did doubt. for eight years. It's got all this mythology behind it. There's so much like it. Yes. It it walks this line, this weird line of you know, like every bar is almost criminal at all times, depending upon Definitely. who's looking at it. And, Definitely. and so I just thought, oh, this would be a great movie about bartenders, the good, the bad, and the whiskey. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so I was, that, so there's, I guess as we're approaching the end of this, and we were even talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is also leaning into that the Sergio Leone, Ennio yeah. Morricone thing. So it's so interesting. We started off with Citizen Kane, and we're coming, we're bringing it home with Sergio Leone, in a way. And that's all without getting into interpreting the interpreting the song for your question. So let me see if I can, maybe I can pull something out here. And just look, if it was my question, so if, how do I know when I'm drawn to something that it's in my best interest? And I guess the first thing that I that comes out is that there's a lot of que- uh, in this song. There's a lot of sort of fear and questioning and sort of vulnerability. A yeah. little bit like my dress fell to the floor as an into this. I was creeping in your window, ominous and hollow, like afraid I was going to get caught. Like the the ladder was I was standing on fell and shattered to the ground. There's the whole the hole got bigger. It's like a lot of, it's almost like images from a like a frightened images from a dream, um, which cinema is like a dream in a, in a way. So I keep falling back into this cine, cinematic way of looking at the world, and the refrain of "What is love? What is love? What is love?" reflects again. It's quite like, let's say that we know that if. That the thing, if what the thing you're pursuing is love, not necessarily in the romantic sense, but in the universal sense, mm-hmm. that probably is the best. It is in your best interest to be pursuing it. But the song is questioning what is love? What is love? Mm-hmm. And this is natural. So you are peering into your own song, and the song is answering your question with a question. Mm-hmm. And sort of in keeping with a theme that I feel like has emerged throughout this episode is this sense of what you're working on now is the thing. So we're talking about it with uh, your friend uh, Melissa, yeah. and she asked a question about beginning a gallery, but the answer made her think of the work that she was working on right now. Yeah. And Agatha French asked the question about being present in the moment now and, and how to not wait and how not to not to wait and there any and this song and your question seems very much in alignment with this theme and i guess i i mean in, in a way i was kind of asking that with my question like what is the, what's the meaning of the synchronicity for the sort of liminal state that i'm in right now i'm about to embark on some heavy energetic work um so again it's natural not in this show, even though we say we're going to have answers, not to come to answers, that we end on a question and a place where, like the writer of a new song, we don't know what it means yet. But over time, 
as like, bringing it back to Ellen, uh, she was saying that she wrote this song and, and now she's true. experiencing all these synchronicities. Yeah. And maybe you won't know what this song means uh-huh. until the spell takes and starts to come back at you in its reflection, right? Absolutely. I, I think so and I hope so. One, one thing that I do kind of take away from the song that relates to the question is um, that there's a destruction that un- ends up not being a destruction. That there's a failure that turns out to not be bad and it's just, oh, I, I wonder why I thought that was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of see it that way. So, which I find very emboldening in terms of risk-taking mm-hmm. and just the nature of anything is plastic. You've used that term twice, that something is plastic. What do you mean when you say something is plastic? I mean, it, it isn't in a fixed state. Got it. See, because when I think of plastic, I think of something that is in a fixed state that we can't get rid of. It's going to be in a landfill forever. But <laughs> so I'm just, uh, just uh, yeah, just to clarify. Uh, a, yeah. A, a, a um, synonym would be elastic, maybe. Elastic. Yeah. Or not, not exactly, because plastic maybe elastic expands and contracts. And plastic, if something is plastic, it's it, it'll it's a shapeshifter. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just wanted to make sure I knew what you meant when you said that. Um. Like the plasticity of your skin goes down. Like right. That kind of, yeah. Right. And these, there isn't any particular thing. It's just like a constant thing throughout your day. Is this the right thing to pursue? Is this the right thing to pursue? The pull? Not necessarily throughout my day, but life. Throughout life. Got it. I feel like sometimes, and this is another theme, is like, is letting things, maybe not feeling like the need to actually, to final, to put a final bow on it. And to say, okay, well, we've got it. Yeah. To let the, to rest in the unknowing with this is, pro- I feel that's my, what my instinct is here. That it's nice. We, there, there is, it, it's in keeping with the feeling of your music that it does have this, this dreamlike, where are we going? Kind of, oh, here's a door and here's a mirror. You know, okay. Yep. And, and doors and mirrors are are liminal spaces, right. and and they're poetic spaces. Right. They're reality, but they're places that exist in in metaphor and in poet in a poetic dream state. So, I think that's a good place to leave us in this place of questioning. So, let's let's shift as we as we bring this home, and. Why don't you tell us where... Well, first of all, you feel good about this? I do. Yeah? Thank you so much for having me. Oh. It's been oh, amazing. Absolutely. It's absolutely my pleasure. And, and also, thank you so much to Bart Davenport. Oh, yes, for hooking this up. Thank yep. you, Bart, from both of us. And is there anything... I'll be posting links to where people can find your music and, and all this, but is there anything particular you'd want to point people in the direction of? Someone who doesn't know... has just heard this and you're like okay well the next step in knowing me as an artist is what well i'm gonna be i'm gonna actually gonna start teaching illustration uh in brentwood where melissa teaches she's an instructor for painting and drawing and i'm gonna start teaching narrative illustration and some other classes
classes uh, and workshops there uh, this fall. Okay. And I'll be announcing like specific dates and class descriptions over the next couple of weeks. Um, not that that necessarily has to do with my songwriting, but it's, uh, well, it's something. another part of yeah. my thing. Uh, and I just finished a music video, like a live performance music video, and the day after tomorrow I'm shooting three more. So I will put those online at some point, too. Who's directing them? Uh, Carla Richmond Coffing. Carla Richmond... Coughing. Coughing. Yeah. C-O-U-G-H-I-N-G? No, C-O-F-F-I-N-G. Got it. Yeah. I mean, really, it's really, we're, I'm just going to sing, and she's she's going to set up three cameras, and right. it's not narrative. Right. It's a performance video. Mm-hmm. Got it. Do you have a favorite album, a record or thing that you've put out, or? Not yet. Not yet? Okay. People were let let that's it's. I mean, I have all. an album out. It's on Spotify and iTunes called The Ideal Hunter. But but it's not your favorite. No, of course not. <laughs> Why would you get up in the morning if you already did your favorite thing? Well, it might be your favorite as a listener. So I don't want to. I don't. Don't let what she's saying. Don't let what Kira's saying dis- discourage you from listening to her record because because it's good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and, uh, okay, well, uh, let me just say uh, I want to thank uh, everyone who, li- who joined this, participated, all of you listening, wherever you are, whenever you are, for, for hanging with us and participating with your attention and with your intentions. And I hope that we generated some profound synchronicities in your life wherever you are and I want to thank all the folks here at Starburns Industries for continuing to let me do my particular brand of synchronistic madness in this beautiful studio and especially our engineer Travis who was you know you can hear him on the Gabriel Gordon episode it's a laugh riot thank you Travis (laughs) oh go on Travis push the talk back Mike and say something He's clearly been getting into Dino's bar. Don't get up in Dino's grill. You do not want to get up in Dino's grill. And I want to thank all of the guests who joined us, whether they came in in person or called in via the phone. It's the show. You're the stars of the show. And I hope that all of you got to... One of the great things about the guests is they don't get to hear... We get to hear the whole experience, but a lot of them come in and they don't hear each each thing as it comes through. So I do hope they go back and listen to it and hear the context that their reading showed up in. And now bringing it back to you, Kira, Lynn, Kane. I hope you've noticed I've I've tried to spread out calling you each of those, the Kira, Kira Lynn, and Kira Lynn Kane throughout the whole show. So because as you as you said, yes to all three. But thank you to all three of you for being here. That's citizen to you. Huh? That's citizen to you. That's citizen to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. And yes, I came up with it myself. Yeah. I guess I guess that's it. Uh, if, tell you, if you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends who like music and synchronicity to tune on, tune into us and check out all the Starburns audio content. Some of it's terrible, but even the terrible stuff is awesome and hilarious. You can just do some. I do some. I do some of my best hate listening to my, to my, 
to my fellow podcasters on this network. And you know who you are. Some of you have been guests on the show, and I love you. And so, with that said, until next time, I am your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave.